In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Christos Anesti, Christ is risen. Today is the first Sunday of the Holy 50 Days following the, following the Feast of Resurrection and today is Thomas Sunday, one of the seven minor feasts of the Coptic Church. And the Gospel t- today was from John chapter 20 and the readings of Thomas Sunday are all about, if you read like all of the readings today, all of them are about recognizing the risen Lord. Recognizing Christ as God. And St. Thomas came to this realization that our Lord Jesus Christ is alive. He recognized by touching Him, touching His hands, touching His side. And the Lord said to St. Thomas, do not be unbelieving, but believing. Believing. And St. Thomas made this beautiful confession. He said, my Lord and my God. And today, we want to make this confession that St. Thomas said, my Lord and my God. We want to be faithful. We want to be believing, not unbelieving. Today, we want to be able to recognize the risen Lord as St. Thomas did. And the readings of today showed us three different ways to recognize the Lord. The first way to recognize God is through the creation. Creation. Creation is the beginning of God's revelation of Himself. As a painter, when you see in, uh, like a, a, an art, like any work of art, like I know who drew this icon is to Sony Selson, because I know her style. And if you look at any different Coptic iconography, you can say this one belongs to this person, belongs to this one. So when I see God's creation, I see the work of God. I see his, 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 the work of His hands. That's why... God as creator is the first line in the Nicene Creed that we're about to say, I believe in one God, God the Father, the Pantocrator, creator of heaven and earth. When St. Paul was preaching to, to the Athenians, to Athens, he said while he was strolling through town that he was walking around and he was wondering how these people worship. Like, how do these people worship idols and things. And then it says he stumbled upon an altar that said, to the unknown God. This was the acts of today. And then St. Paul said to them, he said, therefore the one whom you worship without knowing, him I proclaim to you. And then what did St. Paul teach these people, the Athenians? What What did he tell them? He started to tell them, God who made the world and everything in it. He started to say God is the creator. Since he is Lord of heaven and earth, he does not dwell in temples made with hands, nor is he worshipped with men's hands, as though he needed anything. Since he gives life, he gives to all life, breath, and all things. The creation itself was St. Paul's like witness to the existence of God. Look at the creation and you should believe in God. You should be able to recognize God. The psalmist also, he says something very nice. Psalm 19, which we always say in the church. We say, the heavens declare, the heavens, just to look at the sky. The heavens declare the glory of God. The firmament shows His handiwork. Day to day utter speech. 
day to day, like every day the sun is rising, it's like giving you a sermon. Every time you see the sun rise, the sunrise is giving you a sermon. And night to night reveals knowledge. He says there is no speech. There is no speech or language where their voice is not heard. Their line has gone out through all the earth and their words too. The end of the world. This psalm is teaching us that there is a message for us from God inscribed in creation. Inscribed in the creation. And then actually St. Paul, he takes this idea of the creation proclaiming God and says this also is the apostles as well. That are speaking the word of God. And the reason this is so important is for... There's several reasons that this is important. One, we don't want to fall into the traps that generations before us have fallen into. And actually many are falling into this trap in our generation. And that is that they become a very, we become a very materialistic society. And we start to worship... The creation and forget about the creator. We prioritize creation over creator. Actually, St. Paul, he said this to the Romans, very applicable today. He said, for since the creation of the world, since the beginning of the world, his invisible attributes, the invisible attributes of God, you can't see God, but his invisible attributes are clearly seen, clearly seen, you can touch them. Clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead. So that people who do not believe, St. Paul says they don't have any excuse. If you don't believe, you don't have any excuse. He says, although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. They said, they exchanged the truth of God for a lie, and worshipped and served the creature, rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. How much of our lives, think about this, each person to ask themselves, how much of your lives are we serving the creatures, or the materialism, or are we serving the Creator? Are we serving the Creator? Many people, we become obsessed with our careers, with our social lives, with eating, parties, and all of the things, and we forget the Creator, the Creator. We can never worship the created things and forget about... The creator who created all things. The second thing creation is important and teaches us, it teaches us to look for, to our creator from, for instructions. The best person who understands any product, let's say like even this iPad. If this iPad broke, my computer broke the other day, I tried to press power, it wasn't turning on. I kept pressing power, it wasn't turning on. And so, I said, I'm going to take it to... Means. Take it to the App Store or the Apple Store, and they fixed my computer. I'll take it to the maker of the uh, the computer. This is like the creation. What if the cre- like creation has a problem? I should take it to the maker of. The Creator. Because the Creator knows best. He understands us much better than we understand ourselves. So we need to trust in Him. We need to trust in Him. That's why I love in the Psalms. It says, 
I will lift up the eyes to the hills from where my help comes. Where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who? Who made the heaven and the earth? So the one who helps you is the one who? Who made the heaven and the earth. Because he is the creator. So we put our trust in the creator. In all things we understand that the creator is there. Also the creation teaches me that God created me. And if I am God's creation then I am beloved of God. So God cares about all the details of my life. This is all in the idea that God is creator. This is like one of the the biggest ways to recognize God is through his creation. The second way to recognize God is through actions. Through actions. That's why if you read the Pauline epistle of today from Ephesians, it said, no more lying. Do not lie anymore. Lying, that is the old man. No more lying. It said, do not let the sun go down on your wrath. It said, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking be put away from you. With all malice, he said, be kind to one another. Tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. And the Catholic epistle also says the same message, that we can recognize Christ by our actions. Like the Catholic epistle said today, He who says he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness until now. So who, who, don't say I'm a Christian and I do all these things, I go to church and then hate my brother. Main fash is in darkness until now. He who loves his brother abides in the light, and there is no cause for stumbling in him. But he who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. I wonder, when people see us, do they see Christ in us? Do they see Christ in us? If people looked at us and said, Oh, I see Christ in you, I wonder how this world would be different. Imagine if everyone saw love and saw compassion, saw kindness, saw mercy in you. I feel the world would be a completely different place. And this is the way people should recognize Christ. I love the story of Saint Pachomios. Saint Pachomios didn't know God, didn't know anything. He was a general whatever, and he was going on a military campaign, he came to a place, and he saw the people extended him nice hospitality. And he was so shocked by their hospitality. Just hospitality. They didn't do miracles for him, they didn't do signs, they didn't do wonders, they didn't do... They just took care of him. And because they took care of him, he became a Christian father of monks and establish monastic communities. All it is, is to be kind through our actions. So people can see Christ in our, in our actions. The third way to recognize the presence of God is by doing the will of God. And when we do of the will of God, we will be able to touch God. We'll be able to touch God. That's why Christ was incarnate, so that we could be able to, to touch Him, to see Him, to know Him, to see Him personal, to have a personal relationship with Him.
That's why also in the Pauline epistle today, it said, you have heard him and have been taught by him. So that means Christ not far from you. You can recognize God because you have been taught by him. He's the one who taught you everything. We have a relationship with Christ. And actually, today in, in, the, in the Acts, St. Paul told the Athenians after, he said, they should seek the Lord in hope that they may grope for Him. Grope for Him. Means to, like, touch Him. Though He is not far, like St. Paul tells the Athenians, He's not far from you. He's not far from each one of us. For, we, for in Him we live and move and have our being. This happens by doing the will of God in our life. Seeking to do the will of God in our life. Just try to do the will of God in our life. Yanni, one thing that I remember, like in, in high school, I never liked English class. I've told this story to some of you. And it must have been either junior or senior year, and we were reading Shakespeare. And... We read Macbeth, Julius Caesar, Romeo, Juliet, all the classics. And I remember being like, I hate this. Why do we have to do this? This stinks. I don't want to do this. This is boring. And all these things that everybody into you guys say all that stuff, right? And then I remember thinking to myself, Yanni, who am I, like me, David Hanna, to say anything about Shakespeare, who is regarded as one of the greatest writers of all time? He's one of the greatest writers of all time. Why not David Hanna in like a 16-year-old, 17-year-old and saying this is boring, this is dumb, this and, and all this stuff. It's like, who am I to say this about Shakespeare? So then I decided, this is dumb, this is silly, this is... I'm going to change my mind and say, there must be something here in Shakespeare that is... And he's valuable. There must be some reason why generations call him the greatest author. So then I changed my mind and I started to read Shakespeare differently. And actually when I read Shakespeare differently, I was like, wow, Fadden. Like, this guy's good. He's undo drama, undo like romance. He's good, like very nice. And then I start, but it started with... Like change of mind, just the idea, I just want to change my mind just a little bit. Imagine now you change your mind and say, I want to do the will of God. I just want to see the will of God. I want to touch God. I want to do the, just try, just change your mind. And God, who is merciful and compassionate, wants to reveal himself. Just like Thomas now. Thomas, and he tried. I want to see, so I'm going to stay with you eight days with the disciples. Monkey Yul, I don't want to be here. I didn't see him. It's okay. But he stayed eight days with the apostles, trying with them. And eventually the Lord came to him. And I think it wasn't only Thomas, actually. Actually, the, the readings of today are so beautiful. Because in the Vespers last night, and so I feel in the Gospel last night in Vespers, can I? Vespers last night. Vespers last night was about Saint Peter going, launching into the deep, and the Lord telling him, "Like cast your net." And then they found a multitude of fish. And then Saint Peter came to the recognition. He came to recognize this is not a normal person. And then he said to the Lord, "Depart from me, from I am." A sinful man. That was last night. Guess what the gospel was this morning? And the gospel this morning? The gospel this morning 
was also about St. Peter fishing. The same story, the same story that started the gospel. And St. Peter said, I will make you fisher of men. The same gospel we read in the morning and after the resurrection, after actually this story. And what was remarkable to me is that when St. Peter saw the Lord, how many times did he see the Lord? Actually, in John 22. So this is John 21. John 22, it says the Lord appeared to the disciples three times. Each time. So that means St. Peter saw the Lord three times. The first two times he was present, even when Thomas touched, he was present and saw that. But after even those two times, he was still like down, feeling sad. Uh, I denied the Lord. I'm going to go fishing. Forget this fisher of men thing. I don't want to do this. And the Lord appeared to him again and said the same thing. Cast your net. They found fish. They came. And then the Lord told him, the, do you love me? Do you love me? Feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. Reinstated St. Peter. How much the Lord wills to reveal himself. And wants to show himself. And he showed himself to Peter and said, No, you are the leader of the apostles. I do not give up on you. I never give up on you. I I need you to feed my sheep. Come eat with me. See me. I love you. I think this is the message for all of us today. To be believing. To recognize the Lord in every action. How many times in our life have we touched the Lord? Has the Lord made a big impact on our life? And then we forget about the Lord. Do not be unbelieving but believing. See God through the creation. See God in our actions. See God in how He deals with me. How He cares for me. How He has a purpose for me and wants me to do good and to feed my sheep. And glory be to God forever. Amen.